Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Welcome to the Daily Daf Differently. I'm Marcy Jacobs-Aranchik, and today we're studying Masechet Shabbat, Daf Kuf Lamed Bet, Masechet Shabbat, page 132. In continuing its discussion on, of the vicissitudes of Brit Milah and Shabbat, the Gemara on our Daf affirms that circumcision on the eighth day, but not several other mitzvot whose appointed times might fall on Shabbat, is sufficiently serious that it overrides the restrictions of Shabbat. Despite the severity of the punishments for desecrating the Sabbath described in the Torah, our rabbis find numerous ways to maintain that Brit Milah overrides Shabbat. In considering the power of this mitzvah to override even Shabbat, the Gemara puts forward what can only be described as the unfortunate case of a newborn child with tzara'at, the biblical disease most often translated as leprosy, even though it's not actually leprosy. Tzara'at causes skin lesions, which would be bad enough, but it also brings with it major ritual impurity and a prohibition on removing those lesions. Tzara'at can't be cut out of one's body. It has to heal on its own. In the imagination of the Gemara, the poor newborn has a pretty bad case of it. He even has lesions on the very part of his body meant to be addressed by his upcoming circumcision. So what do we do? We have an explicit biblical command to circumcise male newborns on their eighth day of life, and we have a specific biblical exhortation not to meddle with tzara'at lesions. Here, too, Brit Milah takes precedence. At first, the Gemara uses a familiar textual interpretation to show how the words of the verse instructing us in the mitzvah of circumcision imply that the mitzvah holds even if there is a tzara'at lesion. This is a fine interpretation, and is certainly in keeping with the textual methodology employed on much of this daf, as well as elsewhere in rabbinic literature. But then... The Gemara suggests Alishna Acharina, an alternate version of the interpretation. Why, in this reading, does the mitzvah of circumcision outweigh the prohibition against touching Tzara'at? It's because a positive mitzvah comes and supersedes a negative one. Our tradition is full of examples of instructions not to treat mitzvot inequitably. All mitzvot are equally important. In an often quoted comment, on the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 7, verse 12, the opening verse of Parashat Akev, Rashi plays upon the meaning of the word Akev, which here means because or on account of, but which can also mean heal, like the bottom of your foot. He says that the reward promised in the verse will come if the Israelites will carefully observe even the mitzvot that we tend to neglect, figuratively treading on them with our heels. Rashi here is alluding to a powerful reality. Despite the fact that all mitzvot are equally sacred and equally binding, we are all devoted more to some than to others. There are innumerable ways to make such distinctions. Some of us focus on ritual mitzvot, 
committing ourselves fully to the ways that ritual practice lends structure and holiness to our lives, while expending less energy on the Torah's interpersonal and ethical injunctions. Others find public mitzvot most compelling, using them as a springboard for full engagement with the community, while paying less attention to the mitzvot that aim to give shape to our home lives. Some of us cling to mitzvot that speak to a particular passion, such as those mitzvot that address environmental issues, our treatment of the poor, or the way we eat. Some of us love the mitzvot that tell us to do something, positive commandments, but are less enthralled with those commands that ask us to refrain, negative mitzvot. Here, it seems that the Gemara is endorsing, at least on some level, this idea that some mitzvot are more important than others. While this idea that some mitzvot take precedence over others is an integral part of the last three dapim, with our discussion of circumcision overriding Shabbat, it somehow feels different for the Gemara to lay it out not in terms of specific mitzvot, but in terms of broader categories. A positive mitzvah comes and supersedes a negative one. This seems like a principle that the Talmud is outlining, not a decision in a unique case. Toward the end of the daf, we get some resolution to the issue, in the form of Rav Ashi's explanation. He clarifies, when we say that a positive mitzvah comes and supersedes a negative one, that is in the situation where the very act of uprooting the prohibition is what allows the positive mitzvah to be fulfilled. This is the case with circumcision and sara'at. Ignoring the prohibition on removing sara'at is what allows the brit milah to proceed. Much in the same way that these recent dapim have been asking us to consider the needs of Shabbat carefully when determining whether or not they will be overridden in a given circumstance, Rav Ashi's statement here serves as a challenge to us to treat all mitzvot carefully and give precedence to some only after thorough consideration. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the open and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epic Horus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.